joyful noise to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Give him glorious praise. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Because you are great, because of your great power, your enemies cringe before you. All the earth worships you. They sing praise to you. Sing praises to your name. Say Word of God to the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be to God, God for the word. word. Hello, dear Mother, Father, God, God in heaven, creator of everything good. We yes. give you thanks and praise for this day because you are so magnificent. You are awesome. You are the cherisher and the sustainer of this world. We give you thanks and praise for just waking us up this morning and bringing us here to the beloved on this day. Thanks and praise for allowing us to breathe fresh air for free. Thanks and praise and blessings to the black Madonna. For holy is her womb, for it carries sweet black Jesus. We give you thanks and praise for our, and we ask for protection for our family, friends, and loved ones. We ask you uh, for thanks and praise, I mean for blessings for our church, the beloved Community Church of Atlanta, and our senior servant. We ask that you, we pray to Jehovah Rapha that you heal our senior servant, Dr. Slaughter's mind, body, and spirit. Bless him and his family and cover them all with the blood of sweet black Jesus. We give you thanks and praise, most importantly, for sweet black Jesus. For he lived, he reigned, and he died for all of us so that we could live our lives as he, as he would uh, want. I ask for blessings and protection for those who may be on their way. And thank you for those that are here now, for they found it not robbery to come and worship with us on this day. And this is my prayer I humbly submit in a mighty majestic name of sweet black Jesus, our Lord, Savior. He is the healer. He is the redeemer. He is our friend, and he walks with us. And for his sake, I say amen and ashe, and ashe, and ashe, oh. Ashe, 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 ashe. Ashe, 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 ashe. My mo, my mo, my, my. Mai mo kaki lambi le wumbe. Mai mo, mai mo mama. Mai mo kaki lambi le wumbe. Mai mo, mai mo mama. Mai mo kaki lambi le wumbe. 
Welcome to the Beloved Community Church of Atlanta. This is the day that God has made, and we're going to rejoice and be glad about it. I say, this portion of our worship service we call Bimbe. What Bimbe is is an invitation. It's an invitation to all of you to God and to the ancestors. I say, so I say to all of you from my heart with open arms. Welcome to the beloved. Victory, victory, 
So it's a statement and a question, okay, that, that, that calls for a response and answer. Ashe? Ashe. 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 Amen. Our gospel reading will come from Luke 7, starting at verse 7. And uh, we will be reading it responsibly, which means I will read the red, you will read the green, and then we'll read back and forth until the end. We'll read the black together. I say, stand as you are able, and we'll read from the screen. And it reads, one of the Pharisees asked Jesus to eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and took his place at the table. And she stood behind him at his feet, weeping. 
and began to bathe his feet with her tears and to dry them with her hair. And then she continued kissing his feet and anointing them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw it, he said to himself, if this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what kind of woman this is who is touching him, that she is a sinner. Jesus spoke up and spoke to him, Simon, Simon Peter, I have something to say to you. No, I have something to say to you. Teacher, he replied, speak. A certain creditor had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. And when they could not pay, he canceled the debt for both of them. Now, which of them will love him more? Then turning towards the woman, he said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house, and you gave me no water for my feet, but she hath bathed my feet with her tears and dried them with her hair. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which were many, have been forgiven. Hence, she has shown great love. But the one to whom little is forgiven, love little. Then he said to her, your sins are Forgiven. But those who were at the table with him began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? All together. And, and he, he said, said to the, the woman, woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. The word of God. For the people of God, thanks be to God for the word. Ah, let us pray. First of all, God, we thank you for your word and your scripture, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for that lesson of how you love, how you judge us. For you love us regardless, and even though we tend to love, uh, love each other based on stuff and based on if you are a great sinner, you deserve less love. You are the opposite. When you are a great sinner, then you are deserving of great love. And so, Lord, we thank you for your great love, Lord, because the truth of it all is that we are all great sinners, and some of us are greater sinners, and some of us are mega sinners, and some of us are billionaire sinners. And so, Lord, we just receive the billionaire love that you give us, God. And, Lord, help us. 
Help us, Lord, to love each other in the same manner and not less, God. And so, God, we call upon you, Lord, to join with us in this in this space, Lord, to join with us, Lord, as we attempt to give you the worship that you deserve, Lord, to give you the the glorification, Lord, that you so deserve because you first loved us, Lord, and through your love, Lord, and through your wisdom, Lord, you saw fit to wake us up this morning. You saw fit to have us clothed in our right mind, able to put our clothes on, stick by stitch, God. Oh, Lord, and for some of us, we think it's a small thing, but, Lord, we understand that it is everything. It is everything, because if we don't wake up, there is nothing else. But because you wake us up, before you, because you got us started on our way, then there's nothing but possibility on possibility on possibility. And we just have to say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so, Lord, we ask you, God, to come by here, Lord, to come by here. Because it's me. It's me. It's me, oh, Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not my brother, not my sister, but it's me, oh Lord. Standing, standing, pleading in the need of prayer. And we thank you, God. Thank you, thank you for your answers, for your presence, for your love, for your blessing. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, oh, that was good, y'all. I hope, I hope y'all got a little piece of it. Because I'ma tell you. Oh, I felt that. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And now we're about to go through our guiding ideals. Okay? Lebon Mariah Slaughter. Give her a big hand. Morning. All right, let's begin with the principles of my eye. Um, we'll say the word, I'll say the word, you repeat it after me, and then I'll give a brief definition of what that means to us. All right. Truth. Truth. Truth is the absence of lies, falsehoods, and fakery. It is the presence of honest and open communication among the mighty and the holy people of God. Justice. Justice. Justice is when the people who need the most help get the most help. Order. Order. Order is acting with the aim of honoring the agreed upon norms and the best practices that we have identified as helpful to the flourishing of our people. Harmony. Harmony. Harmony is maintaining the legacy and the creativity of being able to be your own unique self while seamlessly expressing yourself as a part of the group. So that's different notes blended together to make one beautiful sound. Righteousness. Righteousness. Righteousness is right thoughts, right actions, resulting in right relationality among others who are striving to be in relationship with divinity. Balance. Balance. Balance is living a tempered, I mean, living a, a robust life, tempered by wisdom, wherein curiosity and satisfaction are mediated by moderation and circumspection. Lastly, reciprocity. reciprocity. 
Reciprocity is understanding that giving, planting, and serving results in receiving harvest and reaping in every aspect of people activity. Can I give a clap on that? Thank you guys for your participation. And now we'll move on to the virtues of Ma'at. And we'll say these together on the count of three. One, two, three. Control of thoughts, control of actions, devotion to one's purpose, faith in your teachers, ability to teach truth, faith in myself to assimilate the truth, faith in myself to will the truth, freedom from resentment under persecution, freedom from resentment under wrong, ability to distinguish right from wrong, Ability to distinguish real from unreal. Thank you. And now Molly will come and assist us with the Guzu Saba. As Quay one time famously says, Grand Rising. Grand Rising. All right. Good to see all y'all. Y'all look beautiful this morning, each and every one of y'all. God bless y'all. Now it is time for the Nguzo Saba Seven Principles created by Dr. Milana Karenga, the master teacher. Let's give him a hand clap of praise for that. I'm going to let you know what a master teacher is. Only an African can be a master teacher because in order to be a master teacher, you have to go through the sweat of science that has been given to us by our oppressors and get to the root of the truth. So that's what a master teacher is. Can I get Ashe? Ashe. All right. So I'm going to say the Swahili word first. You're going to repeat it after me. Then we'll move on to the English word together, and then we'll read these stanzas together. But when we say these Swahili words, this is our native language. So we got to say that with more power than we say the English word of our oppressor. Ashe? Ashe. And hold your, hold your God sign up, a.k.a. your power sign up while we do it. Ashe? Ashe. All right. Umoja, umoja, unity to strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. Kujichagulia. Kujichagulia, self-determination, to define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. Ujima, Ujima, collective work and responsibility to build and maintain our communities and make our sisters and brothers' problems our problems and to solve them together. We ain't no individuals. We African people. We're a family. Stop being individuals so we can help our brothers and sisters out. Ashe? Ujima. Ujima, cooperative economics, to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses, and to profit from them together. And Ujima is the proper um, pronunciation. That's how Dr. Milana Karenga says it. So we're going to say Ujima, not, not Ujam, Ujima. Ujima. All right, Ashe. Nia, Nia, purpose to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their, their traditional, traditional greatness. Kaumba, Kaumba, creativity to do always as much as we can in the way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. Let's bring it home, beautiful black people. Imani, Imani, faith to believe with all our hearts in our creator, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, our people, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. A hand clap of praise goes there. God bless you.
Let us prepare for unity prayer. We lift our hands. I lift my hands in total admiration on to you. You reign on the throne. For you are God. And God alone. Because of you. you, my cloudy days are gone. Sing for you. I can sing to you this song. I just want to say that I love you more than anything. I lift my hands, I lift my hands in total adoration on to you. You Reign on the throne, for you are God, and God alone, because of you, my cloudy days are gone, I can sing for you, oh Lord, oh Lord, I just want to say that I, I love you, Oh, I love you. I love you, Jesus. Oh, I worship. I worship and adore oh, you. I want to tell Just you. Want to tell you, Lord, I love you. Yeah. gentlemen hear the prayers of Reverend Hightower amazing grace how sweet the sound saved a wretch like me father God I come with my own personal testimony just to tell you I love you God Lord I love you because you saved me Father God Father God I come realizing 
that only you could have done it, Father God. And I thank you for saving me. And then, God, I come realizing if you can save me, you can save anybody. So I come right now saying thank you for your amazing grace. Thank you for your saving power. Thank you for your blood that ran down. Lord, I come thanking you, Father God. Lord, I praise you because you are God all by yourself, Lord. You don't need my permission to bless somebody. Lord, you sovereign. You do what you want to do when you want to do it, God. We come thanking you because you are all powerful, Lord. Lord, we thank you for being almighty. We come realizing you are a blind eye opener, Lord. You are a water walking God, Father God. You unstop deaf ears, Father God. You speaking, dead man, get up and out the grave and start walking, Father God. So we come right now thanking you for being God all by yourself. Lord, we come praying for unity, Father God. Lord, we come praying for unity in our community. Lord, we see the plight of the homeless, Father God. We see Mental illness affecting our community, Father God. We see racism and police brutality, Father God. And we come asking, Father God, that you give us that love that we can love our brother man. Lord, we come asking for compassion, Lord, that we can help somebody by just giving them a dollar or two. Lord, give us that compassion that we need to have in our heart. And Lord, I come praying for the beloved community, Lord. Lord, I pray for unity within this house of worship, Lord. I ask that you bless the drum ministry, Father God, and bring us closer, Father God. Bless the choir, Father God, that they can continue to sing your songs of Zion. Bless our senior pastor, Father God, that he may continue to preach with power from on high. Bless every family represented here, Father God. Lord, I thank you. I praise you. Magnify you in Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Now and forever. Amen. Thank God. I worship and adore you. 
want to tell you. Lord, I love you. Yeah. Welcome to the beloved community church of Atlanta. Give yourselves a great big hand right now. Yeah. We are celebrating our drum ministry today. So our Sankofa moment will be brought to us by our own Quay two times as he leads us in a study about the djembe and the dundun. Come on, welcome him. It's one Sunday. It sounds like y'all almost forgot my name. <coughs> Grand rising, good people. All right. I got a word if you don't mind. All right. We had a great debate this morning about truth. Yeah. I heard a lot of opinions. But um, we say truth is Jesus. I say Jesus is... Um, Holy sacrifice that was sent not for peace, but he came with a sword to bring separation. So I say the truth is make your mind up, make your decision, and choose and make sure it's right. Ashe. Today's say Kofa moment. Theme is Jimbe and Doom Doom. All right. The Jimbe is one of West Africa's best known instruments. This goblet shaped drum is traditionally carved from a single piece of African hardwood and topped with an animal skin as a drum head. Some historians believe drum music existed in Africa for 50,000 years. The djembe hold deep spiritual, symbolic, and historical meaning in Africa. In terms of musical expressions, only the human voice, hand clapping, and foot tapping was before the drum. Traditionally, the djembe was used for a form of communication between tribes as its tune could reach long distance. The belief is that the djembe drum contains the spirit of the tree from which it is made the spirit of the animal whose skin is played, and the spirit of the carver who, the carver or the one who cut the tree and the people who assembled the drum. It is also said the most important is the spirit of the ancestors. Ashe. Ashe. 
The dundum is another African drum that is very widespread in West Africa. A dundum is a rope tune tube shaped drum with a raw, raw, raw hot head skin at both ends, most commonly cow or goat. The drum is played with a stick. A dundum set consists of three, three of these drums of different sizes. Dundum, masculine energy. Oh, I thought y'all was going to do the drum. Doom doom, masculine energy. The sangba, feminine energy. And the kinkini, children energy. In much of Africa, drums are considered to symbolize and protect royalty, which often leads to their being housed in sacred dwellings, in sacred dwellings. All right. Thank you.
Ashe. Ashe. That was a celebration right there, boy. We need to do that. We can do that once a month. Sure. Let the ladies do the dance and thing. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, the men can dance one day. One day, we all get together and do our dance. Yeah. Welcome to the beloved. I'm glad that you're here. It's a blessing to be here. A blessing to be alive and to be functioning in our right minds at the moment. Yeah. It's time to share and I want you to prepare to give or uh, you can give by going to the cash app dollar sign T-H-E-B-E-L-O-V-E-D-C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-Y Why? Because we love you, and you can make your donation through that. You can also make a donation through PayPal as that beloved community ATL at gmail.com. Or you can do our preferred method and bring it and put it in the bucket. So if you don't mind, stand to your feet, take out what you have to give and prepare to be guided by our ushers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, say bless, bless.
you're blessed in the city, yeah. Blessed in the city. Blessed in the fields. Blessed when we come. We cast down every stronghold. Because the devil is defeated. Put your hands together. Give God praise. Lord God, we thank you for the gifts that were given. We thank you for the gifts and the givers. We pray that you would bless that which has been given, magnify it, cause it to be more than enough so that we would be able to share. We ask it in the name of sweet black Jesus and for his sake we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Thank you for your participation. And for those of you who are worshiping with us online, we look forward to receiving your gifts as well. Now, it's time for us to hear a word in song from the Beloved Community Church, Beloved Community Orchestra and Chorale under the direction of Brother Leon Amos and accompanied by Brother Todd Whitman. Put your hands together and receive them as they come in their own way. We come to 
together for the beloved community orchestra and chorale. Yeah. I shame.
Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you for this day, for another preach opportunity. We bless this congregation that sits and waits to hear a word from the Lord. I pray that you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Amen. And amen. Come on, put your hands together. Give God some praise. And put your hands together for our drum ministry. And the dance team. Yeah. That was a beautiful, beautiful display of black creativity and ingenuity and love and care. I want to direct your attention to John chapter 14. The gospel according to John chapter 14. I'll begin reading at verse number 23, chapter 14, John 14, beginning reading at 23. Jesus answered him, those who love me will keep my word, and my father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but it's from the Father who sent me. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away, and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. My verse of concentration is verse number 27 which says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. I want to talk from what I have decided to call peace. Peace. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. My dear precious sisters and my strong brothers, I have discovered the most precious resource known to humankind. It's more valuable than money, time, or good health. I have discovered that thing that is very difficult to acquire, but can very easily be lost the thing for which people struggle 
only to discover that this precious gift does not come through struggle, that this precious gift doesn't come through struggle, fighting, or warfare. This elusive entity to which I refer is priceless, but it can't be purchased. It's expensive, but it can't be bought. It's real, but it's so rare that most people have forgotten what it's like to experience it. To what am I referring, you may wonder. Well, I'm glad you asked. The precious thing that I'm talking about is a state, a consciousness, a fleeting reality called peace. It's hard to find. I took the opportunity to enjoy a moment of peace the other day with my favorite purple coffee cup in my hand. I watched the swirls of reddish-brown cinnamon make counterclockwise circles spinning on top of the steaming hot creamy beige mixture that I had made. I sat on the front steps of our home and listened to the birds chirping hymns of glory into the quiet morning breeze. Shaded from the blazing sun by soaring oak and elm plumage covering me in a canopy of chill, I kicked back in the majesty of the moment, observed the ashes falling gently back into the sovereign earth with an effortless flick of my forefinger. I thought to myself aloud, so this is peace. Come on and breathe in deeply with me. Now exhale and say peace. I sat there barefoot and in my favorite robe and watched the squirrel scamper. I saw the insects moving about their paths of endeavor and I didn't move a muscle because I had found a place of peace. I sat still and became a part of the tranquil space and my soul began to thank and praise the creator within for allowing me to experience the peace that filled that moment in time. I am aware, yes, I am clear that the U.S. military machine is currently acknowledging being engaged in at least seven wars in seven countries, including Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, Yemen, Somalia, Libya, Niger, and is actively making war, anticipating and promulgating violent, aggressive political and military engagement in Venezuela and Iran. The war in the Middle East between Hamas and Palestine, the rogue nation Israel, has arisen to the level of global concern because the world always gets concerned when poor colored people of the world stand up for their rights. The truth is that the Israeli government has oppressed and murdered Palestinian women, children, and men for decades. The Palestinian people have suffered under the oppressive regime of the Zionist Jews who stole their land and imprisoned them on the parts where they allow them to stay. Needless to say, the prospects for peace are slim and is as a dedicated crackhead in Israel for the foreseeable future. And so I'm clear that the government, the police, the white power militias, and the pale-faced gentrifying colonizers are making war in one way or another on black people. I know that the media is blinding us 
The healthcare system, or rather the sick care industry, is diseasing us. The corporations are robbing us. The politicians and political representatives are misrepresenting us. And the overwhelming majority of preachers and the church is lying to us. There is trouble and murder and deception and malice and addiction in our world, our country, our community, in our homes, and even within the confines of our brilliant black minds and beautiful black bodies. But every now and then, every now and then, we are blessed to find some sacred spaces where we can experience peace. That's why every day I ask the Lord for peace in my home because I get tired of fighting the battles that I have to fight to survive in this world. Who wants to go to war against people that you love? Why is it that we can't seem to get a hold of this thing called peace? In chapter 14 of the book of John, one of the disciples asked the Prince of Peace the question, that question provoked Jesus to share words about his plan to provide peace for a people who were struggling to maintain in a world of pain and confusion. The question was asked in verse number 22, Lord, how is it that you reveal yourself to us and not to the world? However, the question was raised because Jesus' complex magnanimous and provocative assertions looking back to verse 15 Jesus said if you love me you will keep my commandments and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever this is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him you know him because he abides with you and he will be in you I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me. And those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. That's how we get the question from Jesus' real blood brother Judas the unbeliever, not the snitcher. How is it that you will reveal yourself to us and not to the world? Oh, my beloved sister and brethren, I don't know about you, but that appears to me to be a logical inquiry. In other words, that's a damn good question. How have you, have you ever inquired of the Lord? Lord, I hear what you're saying, but how are you going to do that? How you gonna show us a part of you that the world can't see? How is it that you will reveal yourself to us and not to the world? An even better question could be, Lord, why don't you reveal the truth to everybody? Or Lord, why everybody can't see the truth about you or about us? I often tell my students that the question is more important than the answer. The evidence of deep thought is tied up in the question because the well-conceived question will draw out the truth that you're really looking to learn. 
And so Jesus' brother, a skeptic who do not who did not believe on him or in him until after he was dead, asked him this powerful question. How are you going to reveal yourself to us and not to the world? How are you going to show us something that everybody else can't see? Those who love me, to which, and Jesus offered the following response. Those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but is from the Father who sent me. Jesus, in effect, says, first, you got to love me. If you love me, you'll listen at me. If you love me, you'll listen to me. And God, in turn, will love you and listen to you. Do you hear me? He said it. He said, if you love me, you will listen to me. And then you will love me, you will listen to me, and God, in turn, will love you and listen to you. Those who ain't studying me ain't going to listen to hear from me no way. The only reason I'm saying this is because this is what I hear God saying to me, and I'm telling you this now while you can hear me with your ears because the time is coming when you'll only be able to hear me if you have the ability to listen with your heart. Can I go on ahead and break this thing down, children? Can I? Please listen at me when I share with you that Jesus is inviting those of us who are able to hear to listen. He's inviting them into a deeper spiritual situation. He wants to initiate them into a realm of being wherein they may find that state of existence that is so evanescent and elusive, the place of peace. Jesus here is also introducing the sisters and brothers to another entity with, with, with whom we may assume they are unaware or unfamiliar. Oh, my precious sister and my strong brethren, Jesus was trying to sensitize the people to the presence of the Holy Spirit, also known for our purposes as the Black Holy Ghost. He said, I have these things to you while I am still with you. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Who is this entity, known to some as the third person in the Godhead, called the advocate, the Holy Spirit, also known to us as the Black Holy Ghost. Who is this aberration, this spiritual conception, this ethereal idea known as the paraclete, the counselor, the comforter, or the spirit of truth that Jesus promised to leave with us? Who is this much debated, controversial, triune, feminine presence that confirms truth in our collective and individual consciousness? Who is it? Well, I'm glad you asked. According to Trinitarian Christian doctrine, the Holy Spirit is a co-equal, co-eternal, animating energy that activates the power of God in the midst of the people and upon the universes and the multiverses in which they dwell. The grammatical gender of the word spirit is feminine in the Hebrew 
ruach, neuter or neutral in Greek, pneuma, and masculine in Latin, spiritus. That, my dear sisters and brothers, is theological technology that trans transforms an African and feminine idea into a Eurocentric patriarchal type. The African church father, Uranus, equated the Holy Spirit to Sophia, or to the grammatically feminine wisdom of God. But you will often hear preachers and theologians refer to the Holy Ghost by a masculine pronoun, him. This preacher believes that whether the energy is male, female, both and, or something else, at the end of the day, the Holy Ghost is the ashe, the hallelujah, the won't he do it, and the amen. Can you shout glory? Jesus said, the advocate, the Holy Spirit will remind you, will remind you of all that I have said to you. And that thing that you want to remember right now is peace. Peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. Peace is my gift to you. It's my gift to you, says Christ. Now, I'm sure that Jesus was aware that without justice, there is no possibility for peace to manifest. External warfare is but an outward manifestation of a conflict within. And by the same token, internal warfare is acted out through the presence of external conflict. So the question becomes, how can we access the peace within ourselves that is necessary for the co-creation of a peaceful world wherein we may dwell with those who love us and love God? Could internal conflict really be the cause of all the anger, frustration, and difficulty among us? Could internal conflict be the cause of our sometimes absence of energy, lack of determination, and loss of focus? If so, how can we find the internal peace that will allow us to grow, develop, and mature into healers and peacemakers and practitioners of spiritual excellence? I told you that the question is much more important than the answer. Well, Jesus closes this lesson on peace and the Holy Spirit in this way. He says, you heard me say to you, I'm going away and I'm coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs so that when it does occur, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you for the ruler of this world is coming. He has no power over me, but I do as the Father has commanded me so that the world may know that I love the Father. Rise, let us be on our way. I wonder if Jesus is saying to us mm, that we must rise and be on our way if we plan 
to make it to a place of peace. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if the Lord is telling us that whether you're going or coming, if you set your heart 